Abigail Martin and your co-host Robbie Martin. Wow, <laughs> we are just so shocked right now. At, I mean, this is insane. What's going on right now? I mean, I, I feel like it's nine twelve. Ding um. dong, the witch is dead. <laughs> witch is dead. Witch is dead. Ding dong. And by the way, the song we just played—it's a hilarious song. Um, but just. On a side note, uh, what's his name? I think Matt Stone and Trey, Trey Parker, Parker. The, the creators of that song, even though it's a wonderful satire and it goes perfectly al- along with what's going on right now, we have to just state for the record that um, both of them have been completely brainwashed by basically American propaganda, even though they seem pretty clever. Um, they, they both are pretty totally much buy into, Yeah, they totally buy into the war on terror and stuff. So take that song with a grain of salt, but uh, <laughs> it's perfect for what's going on right now. So we're going to start off by th- this episode just by encouraging everyone once again to donate to MediaRoots.org. It's an independent project, totally grassroots, never will be funded by any corporate dirty money. Um, so if you want to keep seeing these broadcasts going, then please donate. So this is a quote from Glenn Greenwald. It's beautifully put that kind of sums up this whole nationalistic fervor we've been seeing ever since the quote unquote announcement of bin Laden's death. Uh, nothing like putting bullets in someone's skull and dumping their corpse into an ocean to rejuvenate that can-do American sense of optimism. Pretty much sums it up right there. Um, the government says one thing and we just lap it up and, I mean, it's amazing. It's absolutely appalling. It's like the farther society gets away from trusting the federal government, they just suck them back in with something like this. It's like, yeah, just when we feel like there's like a sort of a tipping point mm-hmm. or there's a lot of disappointment boom boom bin laden dead okay it's like a magician uh, you know it's like pulling a rabbit out of a hat or a magic trick when there's something there's a distraction in one hand while the magician is doing something in the other but let's go into some uh yeah before we before we do full-on bin laden coverage today let's go into some of the other stories yeah there's some pretty shocking headlines also that's been kind of underplayed just because of this crazy overtaking of all of the media um, focusing on bin Laden. Today, it was just announced that John Ashcroft has officially joined Blackwater, Z, as an independent director. So now he's officially on the payroll. He's probably being paid this whole time in, in contracts and whatnot. But, yep, now just officially out in the open, joining the likes of a crusading, psychotic, murderous uh, company. Absolutely despicable, and these people make me sick. Let's go through a really quick uh, history of what John Ashcroft is most well-known for. Um, first, he was most well-known for losing to a dead man in an election. <laughs> um, second, uh, the m- other thing he was most known for was... That's some sort of record, isn't it? Yeah. Has that ever happened again? That's yeah, I don't know. That's, that is pr- kind of unprecedented. And then <clears throat> he was known for basically making an announcement with the Patriot Act that anybody who's an eco-terrorist or basically anybody who 
doubts or quote sympathizes with the terrorist is a terrorist themselves um, themselves so he basically laid out there that the Patriot Act was designed to create a chilling effect in the American public um, in so many words and then uh, John Ashcroft was let go by the Bush administration um, but I left out something actually really important there before the Patriot Act John Ashcroft was one of the only people in the government to on public record have not was not flying commercially even though he used to fly commercially all the time two weeks before 9-11 he stopped so but there were so many warnings Robbie I mean he you know that that doesn't mean anything that's that true the fact that fly. he yeah the fact that he didn't pass that those warnings onto the American public or let yeah. people know n not to fly yeah that's our lives are not moral. worth as much to these people they care about themselves only and resource control and profit maximization if people don't understand that yet then please wake up and open your eyes and just look at what's going on Another really crazy headline, um, Syria might be the next Libya. Uh, we just imposed very strict sanctions that almost mirror the sanctions pre-bombing campaign of Libya on Syria. So, yeah, I mean, why not? Why not just take on every country in the Middle East? And I love how people are like, oh, this is so great. Like, Obama killed bin Laden, and now it's like, well, wait. We, we're, like, engaging in way more countries now. We're bombing all these countries. Now we're going to go into Syria. We're already in Libya. We've spent like hundreds of millions of dollars already in, in conjunction with the amping up of Afghanistan and Iraq not scaling down. I mean, so the death of one boogeyman actually just like restores everyone, everyone's faith in this president? It's people are almost trying to play some sort of partisan back and forth game where it's like, well, look what Bush did. He, you know, he wasted all these lives and money and, and killing all these people and look where it got us, but did it the smart, pragmatic way. He just goes after the the leader and takes him out. And it's know? like, well, actually he didn't. He actually like wasted an extreme amount of resources and killed hundreds of thousands of people in numerous countries for the first three years that he was in office. So yeah, I mean, he's doing the exact same thing as Bush militarily, but yet people praise him because they think that this is the right way to fight, quote, the war on terror. They just dangle one thing and everyone just laps it up. It's shocking. One other um, really shocking thing that Obama just did was say on camera that Manning, Bradley Manning, was guilty. Um, this is this is actually precedent for a mistrial. This is a grounds for a mistrial for Bradley Manning's case because Obama is going to be the one who's directing the judge for Bradley Manning's case if he indeed does get a trial ever. So for him to actually go on record and say that he's guilty um, is totally illegal and unconstitutional. And as a constitutional law professor and lawyer, it's very shocking that he would do that knowing very well that that is completely illegal to do. Even Nixon um, on camera said something about Charles Manson being being guilty for the murder of all those people and then he had to rescind his statement immediately um, because he knew that that was you know very wrong to it say. could taint the proceedings I mean anybody with common sense knows that making a public like statement like that especially if you're in a position of power um, you know can can taint the public's perception of it let alone being the president of the United States so once again just showing uh, the complete and utter contempt for the rule of law yeah constitutional Harvard law professor um, who should know better honestly just you know even using his common sense from what he knows about the law he could have just said I'm not at liberty to comment why did he have to say anything you know yeah it almost makes me wonder if he was told to say something um, you know I don't know it's almost just like a foregone conclusion even the people who think what Bradley Manning did was the right thing I, I have had many discussions with people who are like well dude he's obviously guilty I mean can't you see that? I mean, but I I respect what he did, but he's guilty. It's like, but 
you that's not how the the justice system yeah. works and nor is there any evidence to prove that he did it and those adrian lamo oh god i can't believe i even just I said know. his name those those chat logs that were redacted propagandized through the filter of the quote hip magazine wired um didn't really prove that he leaked what they say he leaked anyways i mean even if they're real i just people are just so easily led into believing these things and there's no proof for it that's how our country works now the government just makes a claim and everyone just says okay these blanket claims must be true x the government says x x must be true no questioning no critical thinking at all at all yep. absolutely appalling i'm i'm at, i'm absolutely appalled right now at the state of critical thinking skills i mean i really did think that over the last three years people were starting to wake up to the bigger picture and now and they were I mean, but I mean, how, if they were, how are they so duped all of a sudden? It's shocking. Because I think that on all of us, <clears throat> we're living in this American condition. I mean, it's not, I wouldn't quite describe it as a disease. It's more of a mental illness. And in this, wrapped up in this mental illness that Americans suffer from, they have like a button where it's just like the American government just has to push this button and it's so easy for them to push it. I mean, it's almost like magical how easy it is for the federal government. They just say blank is dead and yeah. everybody just gets in this fervor where they're just, you know, saying cheers with a mug full of blood, you yeah. know, yeah. just clanking their blood glasses. <laughs> let's have a, let's other. have an OBL party. Yeah. Just a blood fountain. Yeah, pretty much. Um, <laughs> one other really quick headline before we before we go into all the bin Laden stuff. Um, herbal medicines have been banned in the in the United or I'm sorry, in the European Union. Another headline before we go into all the Obama stuff is that herbal medicines were just banned in an EU directive that came into force. So sales for all herbal remedies are now banned, no longer able to be sold over the counter. For people like my boyfriend Tyler, this is very disturbing. Um, he studies homeopathy and he's an herbal practitioner. So now you actually have to get a prescription from a registered and licensed herbal practitioner and the licensing fees can cost up to like two hundred thousand dollars in the in the european union so this is a giant grab for pharmaceutical industries and it's kind of just gone under the radar i mean this could easily happen here it was kind of just pushed through and you would think that people in europe would have not allowed it to be pushed through but it just shows you how much pull these pharmaceutical industries have it's very 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 scary stuff yeah, I mean, all they really have to do, I mean, if the government wanted to be helpful and truly be, you know, the aid to the public that they that they claim to be, they would just give out public warnings about side effects that they think, you know, whatever drugs must have. I mean, they claim they did this because of side effects, but... But, but pharmaceutical pills kill more people than, like, alcohol, heroin, crack, yeah. like, all that stuff. I mean, Maybe not alcohol, but, like, I know crack and heroin combined pharmaceutical pills kill more, you know than that so it's just like if they really care about our safety then they're not no i mean according yeah i mean all they have to do is just give out a very large public you know a, a campaign a push to inform the public on the side effects of these remedies or whatever and and, and maybe even have an herbal practitioner himself r help write the guide i mean there's ways to do it that are actually smart helpful beneficial to society but right. just outright banning something and then making you have to pay you know, uh, you were saying up to $200,000 to be a, a herbal practitioner. I mean, you're just making such a large overhead cost for these people that they're going to be put out of business. It's, yeah. It's absurd. Pretty much that's what's going to happen is all these smaller business owners are going to be pushed out of, pushed out. And all these small herbal companies are not going to be able to survive anymore. 
So yeah, Bin Laden's dead. We got him. We got him. We got one. We got him, baby. OBL. America. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Coming to save the motherfucking day. Yeah. We got Bin Laden. We got Bin Laden. He's dead. I feel like like a fucking crazy blood i mean these people around me that i'm seeing i we live in oakland okay if we're seeing this nationalistic insanity Wait, here so i can't even know, fathom oakland is right next to berkeley yeah it's like the most we're in like the most li- one of the most liberal hubs of the entire country and yesterday when i was dry i drove about 30 minutes outside of oakland and i saw two people on freeway overpasses waving flags my friend steven almost got driven off the freeway by a gigantic monster truck with three giant uh, flapping American flags and a huge sign saying "We got him." I mean, this is this is the mentality now. This is people just got sucked in, baby. Ten years after 9/11, this boogeyman that has been dangled as the head of the war on terror, this this person that's totally been dead in the eyes of the public for the last couple years at least, he's been totally irrelevant and impotent in his role of anything in terrorist activity and. They just say, oh, we killed him, and now everyone's just back on board with the war on terror, baby. Rah, 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 rah. Yeah, I mean, people who, you know, we've, we've talked about before who we kind of have a, wouldn't say a love-hate relationship, it's more like a like-hate relationship, like with Jon Stewart. I mean, you know, he cracked a few funny jokes at the beginning of his segment after Bin Laden was supposedly killed, and then he just started to talk about how he loves it and how this is a time, a good time for humanity, and... It was just seriously like watching the Twilight Zone. I mean, a Twilight Zone version of The Daily Show. I mean, even as we talk about how bad Jon Stewart has fallen, I don't even want to get hung on, jo- yeah, on Jon Stewart, but I mean, there, <laughs> you know, there's... It just shows you this like liberal media establishment that all of our friends really love. Um, their mentality is just bloodthirsty, uh, jingoistic, disgusting people. John Stewart's on there applauding the murder of Osama bin Laden, saying it's a great day for humanity. I'm sorry, I don't like celebrating the death of anyone. I want to mourn the loss of the thousands of people that we have innocently slaughtered for this stupid asshole. I'm sorry, it's just no, so it's inferior. you're totally. I mean, you're totally right. I mean, you know, the people who are like, he deserved to die. You know, you know, whatever. Um, it's it's just not. It's. It's terrible. I mean, it, it's just, it's disgusting. Um, when you watch, like I was watching Fox News. I couldn't help but watch Fox News the day this happened um, to see all the different layers of spin they would put on it. And uh, Bill O'Reilly had a Catholic priest on. I think he was from New York. And he was basically going, look, Bill, you know, Jesus Christ wouldn't be excited for anyone's <laughs> death. You know, this is not the way to be. This is not a Christian yeah. way to be. And Bill was Bill O'Reilly was like, well, that's... That's absolutely not true. He's like Jesus Christ would have would have hated evil, and and you don't think he thinks Osama bin Laden was evil, or you don't think he? And the guy was like, "Well, that's not my place to judge, Bill. That's God's place." You What's know? really funny is that God does love death. I mean, if you're really like looking at the Bible, God like killed well, yeah. so many people. Like, it's like just, a very murderous like. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, that's a whole other side of it. Yeah, that's the old. But let's just like isolate the New yeah, Testament yeah, yeah. aspect. This guy was trying to push. Totally. The guy was like, you know. You know, Bill, Jesus, this is not following the ways of Jesus. And Bill was like, <laughs> Jesus says, render to Caesar. So in this case, you know, Caesar is the American government and uh, and they did it. So they did it for a good reason. So obviously Jesus would have supported it. And Great Bill, logic. Yeah. And, and and the guy was like, Bill, that, uh, that only has to do with paying taxes. Jesus is talking <laughs> about paying taxes re- and rendering to Caesar. And Bill was like, no, it's across the board rendering. Across to the board, lo- blanket like, logic. No, 
No, it's not, Bill. And it was just funny to see Bill, like, I mean, come on, Bill, you know that's not true. I mean, just from the basic Catholic school teaching that you had as a child. It's just, just amazing hilarious. that, yeah, how many wars are we in now? It's like we're in, like, five different countries spending trillions of dollars. Over 50% of everyone's tax taxes are going to funding this ridiculous aggressive murderous imperialism across the the entire nation i'm sorry across the entire world and all they need to do is just tell us that they killed this guy and everyone just supports it and just to clarify really quick i mean i don't really buy it i don't oh, yeah let's go over okay so they finally 10 years later they finally have claimed that they've killed bin laden okay when this happened i just want to tell everyone really quickly i was listening to serious radio just driving along and my hip-hop station got interrupted by a national emergency broadcast. I thought there was, like, a goddamn earthquake. I was like, what in the fuck? Like, it was like, emergency, emergency, everyone turn on the news, everyone turn on the news. It, like, would not play any music at all. It was like, I was, like, forced to just turn off the station. I was like, what in the hell is going on? And then I heard what it was. It was like, oh, my God. So they're just forcing the propaganda on everyone. It's like, you cannot escape it anymore. They're talking about doing this emergen emergency alert system now where they'll send out, like, mass text messages when something when the president wants to make an announcement about al-qaeda mm -hmm. it's like this is just so invasive it's like i could not even escape the propaganda it was forced into my vehicle yeah we got so we're back onto that track that we were kind of veering off from you know for a while that when i say kind of i mean we weren't we were still really sucked into it but now we're back onto that 9-11 hysteria track i mean they even released the day after this happened, the, I think the police in San Francisco released a statement saying, be careful traveling on BART, you know, because Al-Qaeda might retaliate. It's like, what oh in the hell god. is going on? Oh my god. Al-Qaeda's fake. <laughs> um, they're not going to retaliate. Um, I'm sorry. Um, and and how, how impeccable is the timing? Also, you can't help but just think how really just convenient it is for all of a sudden, right at the basically at the tip of Obama's re-election ramping up of his campaign for re-election. the re lowest pay point in his poll numbers, too. Lowest approval rating ever for Congress, for everything. I mean, people are so disillusioned, people are so disenchanted, and then all of a sudden, boom, we got him. We got him. Yeah. The, it was worth the wait, apparently. Yeah. People don't care when it happens. They just they just want to see blood, I guess. That's, that's how our, we operate. It's pretty sad. I thought we were a little bit more evolved than that. Well, I mean, that's what I was talking I mean, the American condition is such that we would watch a pay-per-view special of this if we could. I mean, they would, if they wanted to, they could make like, you know, a billion dollars <laughs> off of a pay-per-view. Well, someone was saying to me the other day, before I get too sidetracked, uh, it's funny, like in, in Roman times, you were just talking about Caesar and this is what made me think of that. But in Rome, you know, we had the Colosseum and all these people just watched all this death. They brought in midgets and had them fight alligators and shit and just watch all these people fight to the death. And it was just so disgusting and so just, oh, I don't know, just an extreme example of like how despicable we, we love. We revel in death and blood and we haven't we haven't strayed from that. I mean, we watch movies like Saw. We love seeing people get dismembered and we love seeing like this horrific violence just because we can fake things now and portray them like extremely realistically. It doesn't mean that we don't desire to see this, uh, this sick, sick fantasy that we just want to see death. And if that's true, then why don't they just show us, uh, they should have just like 24 seven cameras in all the war zones so people could really just see what's going on. Like raw footage of just us <laughs> yeah. in, in war, you know? 
and I'm sure there would be people, you know, as as horrific and and terrible and as as much as it would turn certain people off to war, I would there you know there would be a group of people just drinking beers all day <laughs> with a Confederate flag, you know, <laughs> on the wall behind them, just loving every second of it. Yeah. So right when right when I heard that Osama bin Laden had died, um, I just thought, wow, you know, maybe I was wrong because I was under the impression for the last four years that he's been dead since I have not seen one shred of evidence that he's been alive at all since pretty much 2005, since that last weird photo. What was it, a photograph or a video? It, I think it was a video of him. Um, yeah, it was the one with he had like a white beard and then the one that yeah. came out after he had like a black beard. Yeah, yeah. And so I just thought, I just assumed that he's been dead this whole time, you know? I mean, I'm sure a lot of people did. Uh, and when this happened, I thought, wow, you know, people are going to demand to see the body because it's just so suspicious that we haven't heard from him and that they've just continued to use him to prop him up and justify the war on terror, justify why we're in Afghanistan and all this stuff. And so I just thought, wow, they're really, you know, I, I might have been wrong. He might have just been alive this whole time. And I can't wait to see photos. I can't wait to see the body. This is going to be very, very interesting. What do you know? I wake up the next morning, buried at sea within 24 hours, body thrown into the ocean. Excuse me? Mm-hmm. What in the fuck? Because of Islamic tradition, apparently they had to respect that. Yeah, just like they it's, really <laughs> just like it's an Islamic tradition to strip old men naked and make them uh, masturbate in front of each other and then pour menstrual blood <laughs> on them. They they followed that Islamic tradition pretty well. Though. Yeah, Islamic tradition to just blow people up with <laughs> depleted uranium and destroy. But they had to millions follow this of lives yeah. out of respect. Out of the most wanted man <laughs> in the world, the biggest terrorist on, on the planet, we had to respect his Islamic tradition <laughs> and throw his body in the ocean. Okay, and Fox News was like touting, oh, we had to do that because his body burial site would become a shrine for terrorism. <laughs> I'm sorry, anywhere can be a fucking shrine. The place where we murdered him could be a shrine. That yeah. is total bullshit. Where we supposedly murdered him. Yeah, like. where we supposedly <laughs> murdered him. If you, I mean, if you really want to respect Islamic tradition, you would have buried him in the ground and faced his head toward Mecca. That is Islamic tradition, not throwing him in the fucking ocean. Yeah, it's it's so silly on so many levels, and and let's talk a little bit about the um the circumstances of his capture and death which is the actual exact words that Obama used let's imagine for a second that he actually was killed by American forces that it's not made up Um, Obama might have slipped up and actually said what actually happened uh, that he because they claim he was unarmed um, they claim that his wife rushed them they had to retract that statement that he had like a wife that like one of at the very beginning what did they initially say well, then initially they said that Ob- that um, that he was armed, that Bin Laden was armed, and that he used his wife as a human shield, <laughs> like Jessica, totally like Jessica Lynch, Pat Tillman style. Yeah, propaganda. Jessica Lynch, Pat Tillman, thro- with a little bit of um, a pinch of Israeli propaganda thrown <laughs> yeah. in there, <laughs> like Palestinian just a, human just shield hint. style. Just a sprinkle. Yeah, just a sprinkle, <laughs> and uh, and then so that was what they first said, and then they had to retract the statement that he was armed. So then they said he was unarmed, and then later they they had to retract the statement that his wife rushed them. So basically, what they claimed is that Obama. I mean, <laughs> I did it. I did. See, yeah, everybody. We're does gonna it. do it this this episode. They sure. claim that Osama resisted, but he was unarmed, so they had to shoot him. Um, but but then there's other contradictory reports coming out. Like apparently, Osama's daughter told Pakistani intelligence that she saw Osama get killed after he was captured. Um, that they already had him captured, and then they executed him, shot him in the head, execution style. Now, you know, which one of those are you going to believe? Um, 
I choose to believe neither, really, at this point. I mean, I want to hear... I'd like to see an interview with this girl to see if she seems like, like she's bullshitting Even if not. she did testify that, I wouldn't believe it. Because remember that girl testified about the incubation babies being thrown on the ground, and then she turned out to be like a paid actress? Oh, yeah, like the Kuwaiti mm-hmm. kids of mm-hmm. Nice? Yeah. Yeah, during the first Iraq war. So it's yeah. like, even if this were true and the girl said... I mean, I don't believe anything. It, it, I know? mean, you just got to keep you a very skeptical mind. Not mm-hmm. to say that... that um, you know, I'm not. I don't really know what happened. I'm not. Yeah. I don't have any alternate theories here. But what I do know is that our American government has zero credibility when it comes to this kind of news. Right. Um, and neither does the media. Yeah. 9/11 was the creation of people inside the U.S. government working with other people. I don't know who, but I mean, this is just another one of their. You know. Yeah, there's ample there evidence that we you, we worked in conjunction with Al-Qaeda, al- or if that's what you want to call them. I know that Al-Qaeda really means the base, and we helped prop up bin Laden. And there's so much history to how Al-Qaeda got created and, and all of this myth got circulated. Definitely check out The Power of Nightmares. It's an excellent, excellent film by the BBC. It's available on Internet Archive, and I think Google Video is being taken down, which is really messed up. On a side note, but yeah, check that out. It's all it's all available on on archive online. Check that out. But yeah, um, go into Saddam a little bit. Yeah, I mean, like, what what did, do you remember? What how much Saddam's trial, yeah, capture I mean, trial, and then death was. Yeah, it was so it was so advertised. interesting. You know, all <laughs> right when we captured Saddam, and those pictures were everywhere, plastered, and then his trial, all the photos from the trial and the hanging, and I mean, is that respectful of his his tradition to hang him and humiliate him like that i mean is that like a proper burial for saddam hussein how come we don't how come we respect it it doesn't make any sense to me because it's obama abby he's an he's a nice man he's an intelligent (laughs) nice man and he remember he apologized to the middle east in that egyptian interview when he first got elected he means well yeah he is a pragmatic man that means well towards that's why we funded the brutal dictator of egypt and we funded um the rendition and the brutal torture of uh, you know exporting prisoners to egypt so they could be brutally tortured by mubarak's regime he was so nice he's so respectful yeah and, uh, and, and obama the, uh, really wants guantanamo prisoners he's so respectful he really of their wants rights. to close guantanamo he really want he really wants to you know and that's the most important thing is that he really really wants to and i believe that i believe that because i, I believe that if i sat down with him and had a beer that he would tell me that can I, um, he has a kind soul <laughs> i can feel it I'm sorry, you guys. I'm just, it's just so awful. You know, Saddam and bin Laden are both known CIA assets. That's not a conspiracy theory. That's very well documented. I mean, we funded the Mujahideen. We helped prop up the Taliban. We helped propagate this myth of Al-Qaeda. And then, obviously, Saddam. We were good friends with Saddam when he when he was actually brutalizing his people the most we were very close with him very tight everyone remembers that famous photo of rumsfeld shaking his hand so yeah i mean most importantly these are both big cia assets and when the cia doesn't have use for someone or when they want to use one of their assets as a to demonize them and as a scapegoat then that's when we take them out or you know yeah and and just back to the obama's poll numbers plummeting (laughs) i mean just think about the support for the wars. The support in Afghanistan war was at an all-time low. Um, you know, people think the Iraq war is over. It, it's not. It's still going strong. Um, we're going into Libya. We're thinking of going into Yemen. Um, 
I mean, all these new wars that are being proposed, now this finally almost justifies it. It's like we finally caught our guy. Mm-hmm. This is this reminds people why we're there. Yeah, we're like we're, t- we're knocking him out one by one. Yeah. It's it's a reminder. And then and then people get like salon.com. I was you know, their their page is full of this crap right now. And one of their headlines that's just just so dumb. It's just such trapped into such a partisan feedback loop. It says, quote, is Obama American enough for the far right now. Wow. And the and the article basically just goes into how like, you know, absurd it is that the right would be saying Obama's not strong on defense and all this stuff. It's like that's so irrelevant. It's like this war on terror itself is completely based on lies. It's illogical. Yeah, it's like a building a foundation off lies. So how could you just keep piling more lies and then just believing like the top lie? Like a lot of my friends have a lot of legitimate questions about 9/11 just like we do. They have legitimate questions about the wars, as they should. But for some reason, they're all bloodthirsty and excited about the death of Osama bin Laden. It's like, wait, why would you believe this if you already are skeptical about everything else that this is built on? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you know, someone was suggesting to me today, um, I think it was Matt on the Facebook page, that that the uh, that they could be just holding off any actual evidence of his death in order to just make people look foolish mm-hmm. later on. Like I mean, the birthers. I mean, <coughs> it's definitely a possibility. I mean, I, I'm, yeah. I'm open to that possibility. I mean, it is weird. You know, it is true that in a vacuum, conspiracy theories do get created. Um, you know, but I don't really have any theories of my own. I just know that they've been using Bin Laden as a boogeyman. And I also know that he never confessed to 9-11 um, like the American government wants us to believe. And there's a bunch of evidence of th- to prove that, basically, that, that got totally brushed under the rug. It went under the radar in the media. Yeah. Um, first, first, I mean, why don't you go into the, the coercion a little bit, the fake con- false confession video? Yeah, and, and even before the false co- confession video, someone asked Rex Toome, the chief publicity officer for the FBI, why the crimes of 9-11 weren't listed for bin Laden. And he said because there's no hard evidence linking bin Laden to, to the crimes of 9-11. So that that's on a side note. Um, also, there was that confession video, quote unquote confession video that we saw where the you know the media jumped on it and said that this was bin Laden's confession, essentially, for 9-11. But it was... What's very underreported, and still to this day, even in the independent media movement, you very rarely hear about how that whole confession video was actually a CIA operation where we sent in a reporter to interview him to try to coerce a confession from bin Laden, and it didn't work. But point is, we had him. <laughs> we yeah, had yeah, him. Yeah. We got him then. But 10 years later, it's like, I'm sorry, we had bin Laden in our grasp numerous times this is reported and this multiple times yeah and then and and this wasn't even admitted back then i mean we only i think it got leaked like two years ago that that we actually tried to coerce we did a sting operation where we tried to coerce him into giving a confession um then we had him back then yeah great point i mean why didn't we kill him why didn't we capture him why didn't him? we kill him yeah and, and this whole thing you know when i was thinking okay i was wrong he, he hasn't been dead he's been alive this whole time because i thought wow they're gonna produce the body what this and that and then i was thinking if he has been alive this whole time we've clearly have known where he's been every move of the way we have 
the best military in the world. We spend more money on our military than every other country combined. Trillions of dollars a year. They monitor every single thing we do in this country. You're telling me they couldn't find bin Laden. They just had no idea where he's been the last 10 years. I mean, that's absolute bullshit. Yeah, it is. So if he has been alive, we've just chosen strategically when to strike. It's either one of the two. He's either been dead or we've completely been monitoring him for this entire time and we just decided to strike now. Yeah, or maybe even we just decided not to go after him and we didn't care where he went or something. We just weren't even I mean, paying attention. Yeah, we just we just uh he was not useful to us anymore or something. I mean, it's but but I mean, I think what one of those possibilities you said is more likely because then it gives us the opportunity to to kill or you know capture him later another interesting thing about this whole where he was killed you know pakistan it's like that was another basically it's just going to be another reason why we should stay in pakistan now you know it's like people were kind of questioning why are we bombing pakistan so much why is obama ramping up the drone attacks and why are we killing so many people over there you know people were really starting to question that and then boom here we go bin laden got murdered in Pakistan. They were saying that Pakistani officials were protecting him this entire time. And that's like, that's why we got to stay there, guys. We got to keep bombing people. See? Yeah, there's always a reason for this. And it always has to do with Muslims or bin Laden or Al-Qaeda. And back to that, that coerced confession tape, where does, you know, if you think about that and you actually read, you know, some of the investigative reporting into it from The Guardian and Global Research and a few other places, very underreported story. Um, it basically means, yeah, they knew where he was. They had him. Um, they could have captured and killed him if they wanted to. The fact that their priorities were that they would rather have co- tried to coerce a confession video of out of him and let him free rather than capture or kill him, to mm-hmm. me, it shows that they their goal was to try to lull the public into thinking. They very badly wanted the public to think that bin Laden did it. Yeah, that they was didn't have enough priority. evidence to arrest him right then. No, or or to I mean, why didn't they kill him or capture him then? Yeah. So, and and even so, even when they got some sort of weird interview with him set up, he still didn't admit to the attacks. <laughs> yeah. A German pre- uh, newspaper basically investigated how the Bin Laden confession tape translation is manipulative. I mean, it's he does not at any part in the tape actually admit to taking place in the attacks. He congratulates them mm-hmm. because i mean he probably is i mean there probably is some sort of islamic militants in him i mean i don't know he could be an a- he could be playing it up i really don't know but he does not confess to it right and and that's proven in multiple places yeah once again we could have captured in them so we obviously just wanted to sell war for the last 10 years so mm-hmm. just don't buy into this jingoistic propaganda it's completely baseless so there's been no photos released. You know, this whole time I was like, okay, well, at least we'll see a photo. I mean, at the very least, you know, after his body got thrown in the ocean, highly suspicious, by the way, um, I thought that they, they'd at least release some sort of documentation for public record. But alas, <laughs> I don't know why I'm so shocked. It just, you know, never ceases to amaze me. But alas, no photographic evidence. Obama says, quote, we don't want to show these things around as trophies. It's like, I don't want a trophy. I don't want his head on a stick. I just want to see a photo that <laughs> shows that he's actually dead. I'd like to see something. Throw us a bone. Yeah, I mean, anything. I mean, a coroner's report. Um, uh, you know, this. they say they have DNA evidence matching it. It's 99% or, I'm sorry, they have DNA evidence matching it to bin Laden's family lineage. Um, Obama only says he's 99% sure 
that he killed bin Laden. Hmm. Leon Panetta, the CIA director, said that they weren't, quote, sure that bin Laden was even there until they struck. Okay. So they also claim that they have helmet cam footage of the Navy SEALs strike team going in and killing bin Laden. Um, okay, you know, I can understand maybe not showing a picture of his corpse, you know. I mean, right. I don't want to see necessarily a snuff photo of, of <laughs> bin, dead bin Laden. But if they had a strike team with video cameras on recording all this and they still have the footage, don't they have some f- screenshots of Obama's face? I mean, <laughs> Osama's face before he got <laughs> killed? Yeah. I mean, some grainy photographs of him running away, you know? I yeah, mean, supposedly something. this was like a very, like, multi-layered operation that had been going on for like what six weeks at least diane feinstein says that they've known where he's been since december 2010 so i mean where's the where's the footage of this yeah the surveillance footage of this extensive operation give us something to hold on to something something anything it's just amazing they can dangle the death of a boogeyman in our face and that gets everyone on the obama mania campaign re-election board did you see that route luke radowski just shot a, a great man on the street um at the bloodthirsty rally uh that proceeded right after the announcement of his death there was like thousands of people that gathered in front of the white house which by the way if you have an anti-war rally in front of the white house they will unleash sound weapons on you and <laughs> and do blanket arrests and fence you in They'll but close if you the have park. but if you have a bloodthirsty pro-america moronic uh revel and ignorance circle jerk then they will send all the media out there and cover it nonstop and just totally allow you to just run around and with an American flag wrapped around you. It's just incredible. And these people, these kids, first of all, a lot of them are like so young. I don't even think that they really knew, you know, they just, they just were saturated with propaganda in the post 9-11 world. I don't think that they were even really cognizant of, of the impact of that event at the time. Like we were, um, they seem like to be really young and impressionable and they're all just like, this is the best thing that ever happened. Obama's totally gonna get reelected now. This is a total ace in the hole. Like, this is the best thing he's ever done. This totally justifies everything. And a couple people were just like, we killed Saddam. We killed Saddam. And Luke was like, do you mean Osama bin Laden? Like, do you, do you even know what's happening? Are you just oh like jumping God. on the bandwagon? Like, play a little bit of yeah, this video Yeah, yeah. We're gonna play a little bit it. right now. We're gonna oh, play a little man. bit right now. This is Lugardowski outside the White House. Just minutes ago, the CIA just lost one of their most biggest important assets. And I'm here to talk to the people about what's really happening. What's your reaction? Um, I'm actually pretty shocked. This came out of nowhere, you know what I mean? Like, we're really excited and everything. Um, I'm in shock. I can't believe that he's dead, but I'm, I'm just so excited to know that the world's a little bit safer. We finally got Saddam. We've been in this country for a long time. Like seven, eight years. Like, really, we're not out yet? This is the most amazing thing I've ever seen in my life. Mr. Barack Obama has just went from the most disrespected president in history, I hope, to the most respected president in history. What do I, what do I think about what, man? About Osama bin Laden dead? Yeah, America! What do you think in July of 2001 when bin Laden was actually wanted, but he was staying in an American hospital in Dubai where he was visited by the CIA? What do you think about that? Uh, I didn't know this was, was that kind of interview. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I don't know that much. I hadn't heard about that one either. I'm sorry. Pretty sure everybody's happy to re-elect President Obama for 2012. Yeah. I really, I, I really don't, don't understand politics and all that. You know, I mean, I don't know what Obama's, what he mixed up in, or if, if he is, but 
I'm just happy with, with what's going on right now, what the answer is right now today. What do you think about a CBS report saying that an Al-Qaeda leader was having dinner at the Pentagon right after 9-11? I think that's completely false and bullshit. CBS News. Well, you know what? They don't even have credible sources. Like, yeah, it's like the like WikiLeaks and shit. Like, not even credible. Okay. <laughs> you think that's awkward? Maybe a little bit, but I mean, what we know is that he's dead, so we know that for sure. Do you think it's weird that this news is coming right at the re-election of Barack Obama and exactly hours before he just bombed children in Libya? I don't know nothing about that, man. I, 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 don't, I, do. I, I don't know nothing about it. You can ask him about yeah. that, but you put me on the spot, man. You can ask uh, me. All right, yeah. all right man. Don't ask, the black guy to put right. Another, don't ask the black guy to put another black man down. I can't, I can't do that. Well, uh, from what I understand, we just found out where he was. Uh, so Obama took action without waiting. Is it weird that he's in a mansion in Pakistan? No, I don't Hell think yeah, it's weird. Hell yeah, he's in a mansion uh, in Pakistan. Where the hell you been? I thought he's in KK. That's what you told me. propaganda only. I mm -hmm. mean, he's his death perfectly serves the, the establishment. Um, just like Bruce Ivins, you know, his anthrax fucking uh, connections. And I... Oh, go ahead. Yeah, absolutely. It's just now that he's dead, just like the anthrax guy, it's just like the perpetrator of the anthrax attacks is dead, case closed, new chapter. You know, we never had any proper evidence against him, but it's just like now he's just guilty in the eyes of the, the American public. Same with bin Laden. We never had any evidence that he was actually guilty for anything that had to do with 9-11. Um, and now he's just dead and everyone's celebrating. And even our neighbors right now, we're listening to them talk and they're talking how it should be a national holiday over some beers. So that's that's the state of the nation right now. Um, yeah, we're, we're overhearing actually a neighbor have a conversation right now about, about bin Laden. It's kind of funny. Um, but... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it just it goes back to the the magical powers of the U.S. government, and when they say something, you know, so elegantly simple like Bin Laden is dead, I mean, just watching the reaction just to those, you know, few words, um, it's amazing how powerful that is, uh, and 
And I don't mean in a positive way. I mean, it's just really sickening how powerful it is and how it just gets people back into this. Um, and why would they give us anything else uh, to hold on to or any other proof for this? I mean, we'll we'll just take a government claim. I mean, all they have to do is just dangle, you know, a few sentences in front of our face. And then, you know, even though they get caught in a lie about how it happened, you know, they make a, up a story about how he shot back at the soldiers or how his wife was used as a human shield. It doesn't matter. People still believe it. Um, I was having a discussion with a few people about this. And they kept using the goal, um, the logical fallacy of moving the goalpost every time we talked about it. First, they were like, "Well, what are you talking about? You wanted him to get captured and go on trial. He sh he fought back. You know, he used his wife as a human shield. Why would you? You know, that's disgusting. You know, we should have shot him in the head, and we did. We did the right thing. And then when it came out that he didn't use his wife as a human shield, they were like, "Well, he still fought back against the soldiers. You know." And then when it came out he did wasn't armed, it's like, well, he still murdered thousands of people, so, you know, it's like, it, they just keep moving the goalposts. It's like, you can't argue with someone who just is filled with this, like, blood fervor. It's like, ah. Yeah, it's, it's insane. <clears throat> it's absolutely insane. Also, Khalid Sheikh Muhammad is the p supposed mastermind of 9-11, right? So Bin Laden's just, like, this weird figurehead that really is meaningless. I mean, he's a totally... He's an impotent player in the role of the war on terror anyway. So what does it really mean? You know, even if we really did kill him and he's gone now, what what does that mean? It means doesn't nothing. Doesn't mean anything. Absolutely nothing. But, you know. Even people who, a lot of people that I know that are totally questioning of 9-11 of and all the government propaganda that they hear still were just like, well, it's really good that he's dead and at least it brings closure to the victims' families. And it's like, well, actually it doesn't. Um, a lot of the victims' families that I know, that actually doesn't bring any closure at all. In fact, it shuts down almost like the, con you know, the continuation of the debate about 9-11. My friend Manny Badillo, his uncle was killed in 9-11 and he does not believe that bin Laden did it. Um, he believes that the attacks were in part perpetrated by our own government so this is like in his mind he's like wait i still want this to be a very relevant issue i want to still talk about this and now that osama bin laden's dead it's just like case closed uh they're already kind of expunging his his all of those things that were on like the most wanted list of things I, what is it the the accusations against him or the well, charges they're saying like that they're just all erased and everything's just yeah, all of his previous charges for, like, the embassy bombings in Africa. The only things he was actually charged for that I know of were the embassy bombings in Africa and, I think, the USS Cole bombing. Um, but he was never charged for any crimes on 9-11, nor was he actually investigated or, you know, they didn't capture him and, and interrogate him or anything like that. I mean, as as we all know, they just killed him. And he was accused, and he's still accused. And the media... Actually, the most accurate thing they're doing the whole time they're reporting about this is they're using the proper wording. They're saying accused mastermind of 9-11. Um, they're not saying he's been, he was charged with the 9-11 attacks. They're not saying he is the mastermind of 9-11. They're just saying he's accused, which is actually technically accurate. I mean, that's... That's a hundred percent true. Yeah, yeah. They're they're wording it very carefully. They're not, you know, they know that he there's really no proof. So yeah, it's important to word it uh, so you're totally like in the safe zone. <laughs> people are at, this whole death of Osama bin Laden. People are acting as if Obama just got into office, immediately ended both wars, and then just killed bin Laden within like a week. Like that's 
that's seriously like what people are acting like just happened. I mean, they're forgetting that all the wars have been ramped up and escalated. Bombing campaigns have been initiated. We've uh, clearly we've known the whereabouts of Bin Laden for like the last 10 years and we just didn't do anything about it. We had him in our grasp numerous times, Tora Bora, the CIA tape, who knows how many, how many other times. Um, and why I just don't understand why people are like praising him and saying that this is fantastic and the best thing ever. It just seems like just so strategic to me. It's like nothing these people do is by accident. Everything is by design. Everything is completely strategy-based. These people are very top-level thinkers. So just don't just don't blindly accept everything. Just question things. I mean, I asked this guy that I know. He's a delegate for the Democratic Party. I asked him, you know, what he thought about the fact that they just threw his body in the ocean within 24 hours, and he was just like, you're just desperate to think something's fake. And I was like, please don't make me out to be a conspiracy theorist just because I'm questioning like the rushed, the rush job of just covering up everything surrounding his death. I mean, there's just, it's just shrouded in secrecy once again, just like the steel was shipped to China immediately right after 9-11 without being analyzed. His body's just dumped in the ocean, no photographic evidence, no proof at all. I'm sorry. I just think that that's a little bit odd. It's a little bit of a rush job. And I just asked why. Yeah, I mean, there's... But I mean, again, there's there's people out there who will just say you're a you know, tinfoil hat wearing, you know, loon for questioning the word of our completely non-credible federal government. Like, why why is that so crazy to do? They've been lying this whole time about the war on terror. It's their favorite thing to lie about. I mean, it, in and of itself, it is a lie. So it makes me wonder what's going to happen next you know if everything's by strategy and everything's completely planned out not completely planned out but you know what i mean it's just like these people are very um, strategic in their thinking and i just can't help but wonder what does this mean now we clearly need a figurehead to ramp up this nationalism to believe in the war to sell the war to make the money so who are we going to prop up next i mean it's just a scary thought are we going to engage in some sort of false flag are we going to or, or do we not need to i mean is this just is this enough is this enough to keep people going all they need to do is just dangle like a thread of some weird bloodthirsty jingoistic propaganda and people just go along with it i mean if this is all that it takes then that's pretty sad and it is all it takes i mean it really is that's that's the base level that we're at right now and we have been for a long time i mean it's always been there it's been an undercurrent with america for you know, for uh, probably since its inception, but you know, there's been moments where the pendulum has swung the other way a little bit, and people are less likely to accept these things. And 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 as soon as that pendulum gets to that other side, like in the early '70s or the you know mid '70s, it swings back the mm -hmm. other way. I mean, look how Reagan brought mm -hmm. patriotism and um, and jingoism and America number one like back again. Yeah, and for then so long. and then Clinton swung it so much the other way with like kind of strain from the family values thing, and then the pendulum swung to one extreme with Bush yeah. saying like we need to restore the family values, and Clinton was this crazed sex maniac that you know, it was so lewd and we needed like, we like gravitated toward Bush's mentality. And then people got pushed to the edge after the, after eight years of Bush. And then we gravitated toward Obama. And now it's like, people are just at the brink of kind of just, we're not trusting him as much and people are becoming more critical. And then boom, this happens. It's just like, it's so planned out. I mean, my friend Barrett said something really funny. Um, he texted me the night that this all happened and he was just like, huh? He's like, I thought they would have waited till October. He's like, I'm actually surprised they let this out now. I mean, 
I, I, you know, every time that there's an election cycle, the October surprise, I've always just thought, okay, they're going to kill bin Laden or show bin Laden or capture bin Laden. You know, there's always those weird tapes that came out right before Kerry, the Kerry campaign. And so I'm just like, whoa, you know, they finally did it. And wow, it's pretty timely. They didn't need to do it when Obama was going to get elected because Sarah Palin was kind of his insurance to to get him in office. You mean back during? Yeah. Yeah. 2008. I just thought of your friend Barrett. I I don't I don't know who he is exactly, but what his what he said is actually made me just realize something that um this is perfect timing it's almost better than doing an october surprise because n- the debates and none of the actual players in the um in the republican side have come into this arena yet i mean donald trump is like testing the waters they're all like testing the water still this gives them a perfect narrative to follow to go into the election the message was completely gone before republicans were lost there was no message there was no coherent narrative to their party and what they were going to um run on now they can run on the war on terror yeah, game very yeah, easily yeah. they could just slip right into that old costume right, right. from before and just be like oh we're comfortable now let's all we're all ready to go i mean it, it's it's a seamless end to that election season I absolutely think. yeah absolutely it just yep ramping it up again it's just amazing <laughs> and you know <laughs> as, as ridiculous as Alex Jones can be sometimes I was watching his broadcast last night about bin Laden and he and he made a good point he was just like if this is all it takes is just the government to say a claim and people just to believe it without question um, then why would they give us anything else why do we even deserve to see anything if people just take this as truth anything the government says just you know worship authority ultimate logical fallacy but if people just take Something that's, that the government says as truth, and why would we ever think that we should deserve photographic evidence, evidence of anything at all? Um, they don't need to, to give it to us, because we don't care. We don't even ask for it. We don't demand it anymore. And the media doesn't do its job, so... And and once again, you know, people like me and you are are being compared to birthers or, or crazy Republicans, because the most vocal, you know people questioning right now are the loudest ones like i mean i'm sure that there's some right-wing talk radio hosts that i haven't listened to that were that were being you know suspicious of it um and they're doing it for the wrong reasons you know if it was bush who had done it they would have been all for it so it's like the people who are skeptical of it are being drowned out by these basically people who are like birthers or you know people who just are just like <laughs> sour grapes, basically, who just want to beat Obama for partisan reasons. Um. We wanted to also play a, a clip. There's a really interesting clip just about Dan Rather reporting that in 2001, um, you know, Osama bin Laden's been sick, deathly ill on dialysis for a while. What, for like 15 years? I mean, I don't know how someone can survive on dialysis for that long. But anyways, this is reported back in 2001 by Dan Rather that the CIA was actually protecting bin Laden in a private hospital. And he was very deathly ill at the time. So that's interesting that the CIA was protecting bin Laden, kind of securing him at this hospital in Pakistan. Why? Why did we want to secure bin Laden? And why did we fly his family out on 9-11? Why was bin Laden's family the only plane that was allowed to leave? Every other plane in the entire country was grounded, except the plane that carted out his family. Isn't that just odd? 
it's completely unexplainable if you believe in the war on terror. I mean, there's really Richard Clark tried to explain it away by saying, oh, no, no, that wasn't Bush that authorized it. It was me. So it's not like a conspiracy. It's like, well, dude, you're working for Bush. I mean, would, would, how was that supposed Pass to mean? Passthebuck.com. Yeah, it's like, dude. We're going to play <laughs> that clip from Dan, from Dan Rather right now. Good evening. As the United States and its allies in the war on terrorism press the hunt for Osama bin Laden, CBS News has exclusive information tonight about where bin Laden was and what he was doing in the last hours before his followers struck the United States September 11th. This is a result of hard-nosed investigative reporting by a team of CBS News journalists and by one of the best foreign correspondents in the business, CBS's Barry Peterson. Here is Peterson's exclusive report. Everyone remembers what happened on September 11th. Here's the story of what may have happened the night before. It is a tale as twisted as the hunt for Osama bin Laden. CBS News has been told that the night before the September 11th terrorist attack, Osama bin Laden was in Pakistan. He was getting medical treatment with the support of the very military that days later pledged its backing for the U.S. war on terror in Afghanistan. Pakistan intelligence sources tell CBS News that bin Laden was spirited into this military hospital in Rawapindi for kidney dialysis treatment. On that night, says this medical worker who wanted her identity protected, they moved out all the regular staff in the urology department and sent in a secret team to replace them. She says it was treatment for a very special person. The special team was obviously up to no good. The military had him surrounded, says this hospital employee who also wanted his identity masked. And I saw the mysterious patient helped out of a car. Since that time, he says, I have seen many pictures of the man. He is the man we know as Osama bin Laden. I also heard two army officers talking to each other. They were saying that Osama bin Laden had to be watched carefully and looked after. Those who know bin Laden say he suffers from numerous ailments, back and stomach problems. Ahmed Rashid, who has written extensively in the Taliban, says the military was often there to help before 9-11. There were reports that Pakistan intelligence had helped the Taliban by dialysis machines. Um, and the rumor was that these were wanted for Osama bin Laden. Doctors at the hospital told CBS News there was nothing special about that night, but they refused our request to see any records. Government officials tonight denied that Osama bin Laden had any medical treatment on that night. So we're also going to play a video right now uh, of Good Morning America interviewing a couple Pakistani teenagers just about bin Laden. It was, it was I think, in response to another tape that had come out a couple years ago, like the last tape that had come out, basically. And he's interviewing these kids, and it's just very, very interesting to hear their take on it. So we're going to play that right now. Then a surprising assessment that shows the distance between our political cultures. When I asked about Osama bin Laden's latest audio tape, one of them answered with a question of her own. Who is Osama bin Laden? Who? He's, a, he's just a character created by America. Well, actually, 98% of Pakistan would probably follow along, those, along the same line. They believe that Osama is basically a CIA agent who is working undercover to uh, put a bad image of Islam. Really? So that there is no really, there is no Osama bin Laden. A lot of them find it difficult to believe that such Muslims could actually exist. We could all drive an hour from where we are right now and find many, many people who stand by what Osama bin Laden says in the spirit of Islam. To be quite honest, that's a very marginalized uh, section of Pakistani society. Islamic extremism that you find here, uh, they're not 
did not really exist in Pakistan pre 9/11 or uh, pre the Musharraf government. I love these kids' responses. They're just like, "Who is Osama bin Laden?" They're like, "He's just a character, you know. He's a boogeyman that you guys have propagated." throughout the entire world it's like we don't even believe and she's like i think like 90 percent of pakistanis would agree with us he's like really and he was like uh like appalled yeah he was like i can take you on a drive an hour away from here because they were in pakistan somewhere i guess and 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 most of those people would disagree with what you're saying they embrace the islamic side of uh osama bin laden and they're like no i really don't think that's true like i think it's a totally marginalized very small percentage and i love how they're just very lucid about it and like I mean, because people have this impression over here that they, like, worship Osama bin Laden. They they buy into the American narrative, which is completely, uh, just a complete distortion. I mm-hmm. mean, you know, I mean, they take this very small m- m- part of the population and then act like they're representative of everybody over there. Yeah, exactly. It's like saying America is represented by psychotic, um, you know, anti-abortion uh, uh, Christian people who blow themselves up in abortion right. clinics. They're not. right. I'm sorry. I mean, yeah. that's not how I would like, like America to be represented. It's like saying that America is represented by like the the God hates fags church. Yeah, it's or like, I mean, or yeah, it's like yeah. taking like this really small minority of extreme crazy people and saying that they represent an entire culture, not even just a country, an entire culture of people, billions Absolutely. and billions of people. I mean, how many how many billions Muslims are there? Like two. I think so, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's just amazing. Demonizing an entire culture and just every Middle Eastern country's fair game now. Yeah, well, we got him. That's all that matters, Robbie, is that we got him. <laughs> um, oh, and just a, a little on a side note here. Um, Dwayne The Rock Johnson <laughs> tweeted online that he just heard some great news about the United States of America and he couldn't say what it was um, about two hours before the mainstream media or Obama announced that um, bin Laden was supposedly killed. And it was also kind of funny, the Daily Show, on part of the Daily Show, they actually had some good stuff about it. They, they mentioned that they broke into the emergency broadcast on television like a half an hour before Obama even went to the podium or or e- they even gave you a clue as to what was going on. For all the public knew, it was like an m- emergency, like a right, disaster right. or something. Yeah. So it's like that's how fucking much they pulled on our emotional strength. Mm-hmm. It's, it's disgusting. Mm-hmm. Like it's this huge event. Yeah. Why? I don't uh, Yeah, I don't even, I honestly don't even understand why it's such a huge event. <laughs> My wife, Lori, just walked into the studio. Hello, the Lori. Studio. Why don't you give some comments on... Uh, on Bin Laden's death because I know you were you you've been trying to shy away from most of the media coverage that I've been addicted to so give your two I've been a quasi self-imposed media blackout <laughs> but I do live with you so but you just showed me the really sad Luke Radowski video which is like 10 times sadder than Abby's Obama video <laughs> and it just <laughs> reinforces like why I haven't checked out any of the coverage of this because it just it's exactly what I would expect and even people who consider themselves relatively well informed, it just seems like it's so it's so absolutely culturally sanctioned right now to to just go nuts. And oh you guys yeah. already played the you already played the Team America song, mm-hmm. so <laughs> I think that sums up just about everybody's like inner sentiment because they feel that that is the that is okay to think right now. And everybody has a little bit of bloodlust in them, and everybody loves like a, a socially mandated time to let it all out and seems like that's what we're in for for the for the time being 
Yeah. What do you think is going to happen now, Lori? Because we need a boogeyman to keep these wars going. Um, I don't know. Some of the first articles before I stopped reading all the headlines on Salon and various other sites, uh, some of the first headlines directly like were completely uh, sourced out of like, here's what Khalid Sheikh Mohammed said about this and that and <laughs> this and that. I'm trying to think of where it was from. I think it was either a Wall Street Journal or a New York Times article mm-hmm. where it, it was one of the first things I read right after it happened and it seemed like it was all completely sourced from like, the quote-unquote waterboarded information <laughs> yeah because that's really reliable so uh, just from the from the very beginning to have all this stuff uh just kind of but that means torture that means torture works Lori. oh yeah see <laughs> i mean it, it all goes in towards reinforcing this narrative and i i see right through it and now that i see through it it's just so 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 sad to see it sort of peddled and then just eaten up by and everybody. it's so predictable too it's like the most predictable narrative it's a tale as old as time <laughs> this time let's watch beauty <laughs> we're gonna sum this up with beauty and the beast <laughs> yeah because he is our he's our beast and yeah yeah exactly america's just a beautiful country that <laughs> believes in nothing but love and justice and all of whatever bill o'reilly believes christianity means you know where we just kill our enemies in cold blood and regardless of whatever the the actual details of his compound being stormed or whatever the hell happened yeah uh, now they backpedaled and said that he was he was never armed and that he didn't use anyone as his a human wife shield didn't, didn't yeah bum rush the, the so agents. it's like yeah so no it's like okay shielding. so he wasn't armed so why did we murder him then i want to know? know how how in islam i can't imagine that they'd prefer that you get buried at sea though too i'm sure no. you guys have already covered this but it just does it seems about like the least amount of respect that you could give somebody <laughs> yeah. it's like we don't want to actually just blow up your corpse or or something it, it why not i guess cremations it's not like okay. the mafia it's like mafia style just Buried throwing you in the ocean you know pirate, put you in a plastic bag and throw i don't you in the know ocean. it's got a lot of i i saw a funny comment i i think it might have been on uh maybe on a media roots thread where somebody said that's actually a, a more appropriate burial for a naval cia officer <laughs> Yeah, there you go. That now, you know what? Now it makes sense, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah Why exactly. on earth would they publicize that fact so much, other than to obscure, you know, the the sort of ability to produce sort of not circumstantial evidence, not from quote unquote official right. sources. You can't find like pictures. You can't find you can't find any kind of like eyewitness report that doesn't seem somewhat spurious. And the some some of the most interesting i know i said i haven't read about this but i'm obviously a big liar some of the most interesting quotes i've heard have have been the i guess the least weighted in the general media storm that i've been watching take place and they they've been actually directly challenging the official story so i can't mm. wait for those to get swept under the rug over the next couple days There's and not a just lot of weird them, contradictory anyway. anyway what about dialysis was he was, yeah, he, was he on dialysis at the compound? Did we have to disengage the dialysis machine before yeah. we yeah, killed him in cold blood or what? Yeah, and also just the numerous reports that he had already been dead, like by the Pakistani president Benazar Bhutto. And before she before she was assassinated, she went on an interview and said that someone had killed Bin Laden. This mm. was like in 2008, well, and then and she was assassinated. He's after that. been completely. Uh, out of the public eye for enough years so that it's either oh of course he was laying low and he's been trying so hard for us to not find him and look at us we found him because we're such badasses you know the American special Mm -hmm. forces or 
yeah or this whole thing is just a conflation and and there's a lot going on that we don't know about because it does definitely seem as though we're not really being told the full story we're getting dribs and drabs of a very sort of unofficial story even if even if the story were 100 percent true does that justify us spending like six trillion dollars of taxpayer money to kill one person even saddam got like a kangaroo court trial i don't understand why we couldn't haul his ass back to america and put him on trial but you know why you know why we couldn't i mean it's too risky what's the least risky thing to do is just to get rid of him yeah well there's also no evidence that he i mean the fbi admitted that they don't have any hard evidence for him even to the crimes of 9-11 so that would dismantle the whole official story right there if we tried to some well they would they would make some shit up i mean it would be a kangaroo court you know nothing would be publicized and stuff it'd be ridiculous but mm-hmm. they obama also said that they didn't want to release any photos because they didn't want to card him around as trophies so why did we release photos of saddam's sons dead yeah that was great yeah and, and i mean it, <laughs> like yeah what you just thought now like i guess because you're not bush or something I, I don't understand it i really don't it's just incredible to me the lack of of critical thinking and just the totally unquestioning public to this ridiculous propaganda but um we're gonna any final comments robbie yeah um i think it was on your facebook thread where somebody was like well they had to get rid of him fast they had to kill him because it'd be like a dead weight for obama's like political capital like he would like sink and like he like the more he kept him alive like the more damage it would do to his like re-election campaign like like but he wasn't like saying he wasn't like trying to make a moral argument but like it was almost like trying to defend why it happened like that and i'm just thinking like that's not really a defense for like why you would <laughs> not let someone have a trial or, and just kill them you know right without charging them with a crime but Ooh, it also kind of reminds me a little bit of mother night <laughs> <laughs> Um, which I don't want to give any spoilers, but uh, a guy becomes something of a double agent and he has a very long and successful career and he ends up getting caught by the side that he was working for the whole time. But his cover is so deep that, that no one can back him up on, on what he really is. And uh, yeah, and he, he, he meets a really tragic end, but it's, it's at least done in sort of a poetic sense of justice in the book. But this our life is not you know, narrative political fiction by Kurt Vonnegut. Our, our, our lives are being affected by this, and this is somebody that we have propped up completely, you know, irresponsibly, I guess. And with every single media report, I see something like a, an outlet like Salon that likes to take itself very seriously or think that it, it somehow has a critical eye for things. The, the kinds of headlines that I see about like, hmm, so what does this mean for Obama? Let's, let's start speculating on exactly how we can use this event to, to sort of finesse Obama's image. It's just sickening. It is. Because yeah. it's already, it's happening, and it's a sort of like navel-gazing, self-reflexive idiocy that I would really hope people would be moving past, but I I always, I just am always too hopeful, I guess. And I just I just thought of something kind of a little bit cheesy, but I'm going to say it anyways, is that they've killed a zombie, which was Osama. They they finally got rid of the zo- their zombie, and then they've created a new zombie from someone who was basically dying, which was Obama. I mean, he, they basically made Obama return from the grave, and he now has so much political capital that I cannot see him losing the 2012 election. I just can't see it. He finally did something. He could never get anything done. He couldn't get 
any any human rights things that any any anybody that's had any problem with Obama because he couldn't do this for me. He wouldn't follow through on this promise. He didn't make a promise that he would find and kill Osama bin Laden. But how is that going to do anything but energize most people in the way they view our war on terror? Yeah, it, it's almost like he fulfilled John Kerry's promise. Remember the 2004, I'm going to hunt down and kill Osama bin Laden. It's like brought like a classic promise back from like that we that everyone was like almost like too unreachable you know um <laughs> it's just uh, it's yeah it's insane any last comments Ab? oh wait one more comment i have about the republican party um i really feel like this is works out beautiful for beautiful for obama and beautiful also for the Republicans. Not so much that they're going to be able to win this election this time. I think that they won't. I, I don't think they can now. But it heals their party. It gives them all something to hold on to and join together about. Um, before their party had imploded, it was broken. It was fragmented into so many different ideas and contradictory beliefs. But now they have the war on terror again. They've been injected with the war on terror steroid to help them through the 2012 uh, primaries. And that's going to be their message. I mean, you know, they're going to be like, we need to protect ourselves from Al-Qaeda. Yeah, I just I just encourage everyone just to question things that you're told by the, your media and government because they don't have any credibility at this point and we should just always ask questions. Don't automatically think that you know nothing is true that they say, but just ask questions and and ask to see documentation of these claims that we're being told. I think it's just it's patriotic to do that. It is mindless to just cheer uh feverishly when our government gives like dishes out propaganda that is very mindless and animalistic and just stupid so everyone should just be real patriots and ask questions and try to demand that we're told the truth and hold people accountable for their actions not just speeches that they give so that's my last words on the subject if we st if we stand corrected in a, in a at a later date and this turns out to be irrefutably true that bin laden was killed then don't buy into the smokescreen of it. I mean, don't let it distract you from all of the things that the American government has been doing, you know, as far back as you can remember. I mean, this doesn't have any effect on all of that, all the wars, everything else. So, sorry to end it on a slightly negative note, but um, have a good day, everyone. Bye-bye. I encourage everyone once again to check out MediaRoots.org. Check out our SoundCloud timeline to reference all of the music and links that we talk about in the show. And thanks so much for listening. Have a great day.